Be'ez HaShem, learning about Rao and Tiferes, the Sol number 23, in Perik Ches, page Kuf Lamed Bey, is going to Kuf Lamed Gimel, where the Maral is discussing that the reasons for the Isurim are not like the Ramban, or the Rambam had mentioned, of let's say the Ma'acholos Asura is because if a person eats the forbidden foods. I just let's give a little chazara from our topic, right? And the reason why Hashem said don't eat these forbidden animals because they're moilid mezegra, because they they will create inside of you a bad nature. You will be a bad person. Therefore, stay away from them. The Maral says that is a hundred percent true. That if you eat the ma'achalos asurois, you eat those forbidden animals. And they have a, a uh, fighting and attacking nature, it will create a mezakra on you as well. But the morale is saying that's absolutely nothing to do with the reason. The reason is because the person is connecting himself to Das Sikhli, to Akkadish Barhu Sayyidir Sikhli, Akkadish Barhu Sayyidir which is hard to grasp exactly what this means. Let's pick up over here where he says, The Torah is the Seder, the words translate to mean the order, Hasichli, of the of the Seichel, of HaKadosh Baruch That's what the Torah is. And when a person is fulfilling and following suit and avoiding those Ma'acholot Asurais, he's connecting to the Seder Hasichli. He's connecting to HaKadosh Baruch and through the mitzvah through the mitzvahs, a person is connecting himself and through this he connects to Hashem let's just pause for a second and try to comprehend what's going on over here the same way in relationships between people, whether it's friends, whether it's spouses, whether it's uh, children, and, and whatever it might be. If we don't connect to each other in what the other person wants, then we're not connecting to that person. We're doing what we want. But when we we do what the other person wants, and the other person does what, what you want, and you work together, you're spending creating a relationship. You're spending time with each other now. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, there's nothing more in the world that I want than to have a relationship with you, my children. And therefore, I give you the Torah, and I give you the mitzvahs. And when we do the mitzvahs, which are a living every single second of the day. The mitzvah exists. Whether a person is an accountant, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever the profession he is, and he does, and he is doing that job with honesty and integrity, according to Allah, he's connecting to Hashem. Let's discuss one of the greatest people that ever lived. So you're probably thinking, Avram Vino, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe Rabbeinu, Dovre Melech. None of those people. Yes, they are of the greatest people that ever lived. Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest person that ever lived, says the Medrash. Chanoich. How many 
How many years did he learn in Kailu? None. None, right? None. No. What was his job? He was a shoemaker. He was a shoemaker. Would you agree? I, I, I mean, in my humble opinion, I'd say he's one of the greatest people that ever lived. If you, you know, you take a list of all the people ever born, you know, created. He's up there. What happened to him? Hashem said, you're coming out of this world. He turned into a malach. Is that correct? Right? Chazal tell us. He took him out of this world. He turned into a malach, an angel. What that means exactly, I can't explain to you because I don't know myself. But that's what the Chazal tell us. And Rashi brings down in the Pasuk, he was stitching the shoes to make sure they're honest. Obviously, there's much more than this. You know, everybody, every shoemaker that stitches properly is not turned to Malach. It's not going to happen. But I just want to bring out from over here that you see there's a connection to the Das Sichli. There's a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Dovak b'sichli, dovak and through this he connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's why every single thing we do, every move we make, there's a halacha, right, left, left, right. That's how you put your shoes on. Everything we do, in all different categories, or Achayim, Ebenezer, Yerdea, Choshimishpat, and it's not because it's overwhelming and watch a little freedom, please. No. This is an opportunity to be with Hashem 24-7. The source of life, the source of good. You want, you want, the, you want some freedom from the, all the good in the world? You want to detach yourself from life? Isn't that absurd? Depends on how a person views this. Is he viewing this, I'm connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Or is he viewing this, oh, this is a burden? And that's what the Pasuk means when it says that the person is connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not a physical, natural occurrence of a mitzvah. As he says here in the bottom, number 36, It's not a natural phenomenon of a mitzvah. Hashem says, these are my decrees. You have no permission to transgress it. But let us understand, it's Hashem's decree, but it's good for us. The same way, and I'll use this marshal, which is not the best marshal, but the same way, and I'm going to fine-tune it in a second. Sometimes we have to take medicine, and it doesn't taste so good. But that medicine was good for us. It helps us at the end. But sometimes, you know, and I'll tell you a story. Because years ago, my, my older children were younger. And you know, they get strep throat here and there, right? Fine. Or whatever the antibiotics are for. And at first, when you have to give them the medicine, they're just not interested. You know, who wants the medicine? Oh, medicine. But then what happens is, is a little drop of the medicine drips on their finger, let's say by mistake, in the muscle, and they go, it gets in the, into their mouth, and they taste it like bubblegum medicine. We all know what I'm talking about, that pink bubblegum medicine. And then before you know it, you have children lining up who aren't sick, waiting online to get medicine. Like, one second, what, what, what are you doing here? You, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <coughs> I, I got a little something over here. 
They said, no, I'm sorry, you, you, you can't get this. And then you know what happens, they throw a fit. <laughs> I, it's not fear. Now, see, Ten seconds goes the other direction. They're running away, they don't want it. Then, after they see how sweet it is, then you got a whole crew lining up, okay, I'm ready, and they open their mouth, is wide, okay, put it in, pour the whole bottle in, because they think it's gone now. And I'm going to tell you something. We say in one bracha, and one bracha only, we dive into Hashem to make the Torah sweet. Sweet. We dive into Hashem. And have a we dive into Hashem that the Torah should be sweet to us. Because the sweeter it is, the more we line up and we want more and more. And at first, it's going to be bumpy and at first sometimes it might not go so smoothly and you might not understand something and when the person doesn't understand something, it's painful. When you learn something and you're sitting there, you ever go to a share and you think you're like, I thought I understand English. But what, what language is he talking in? And you know, you, know, you know a word he just said. And then you start downing your, your mental capabilities. And then you work on it and you work on it. And I'm talking from personal experience. How many times you learn a, a Gemara, you learn a Beisosif, and you're like, wow, I never knew I knew Chinese before. Because that's what it's like to me. Or they say it's Greek, right? And then you plug away and you try it again. We're learning Maranda. You know how many times I sometimes I have to say the, see the same piece over over again and again. And then I call up my Rebbe and I leave him a message and he gets back to me. And he discusses, explains it. And then I see it again. And then now I'm able to share something with you. That's how we have to approach the Torah. Just like we said in the Pel share a few minutes ago. With Emunah Shalem, if I don't understand something, it's me, it's the faults on me. But to believe and to know for sure, it's Emes Lamitoy. He continues inside and says, and even if you know every single reason by a person why whatever it is the way it is there's nothing there's nothing that's there in vain so too in everything in the creation in the whole entire creation there is a reason for everything. We might not know it all. And as I'm sharing this with you, I'm reminding myself that once when I was at an aquarium, I was reading, I like to read what they have, right? But they put up there in the aquarium. You know, that's that's part of what I get out of it. Not just seeing the beautiful fish and things like this. And I'm gonna tell you now, decades ago, I remember reading that they found in the shark something that can help a certain type of cancer, fight the cancer. In the shark! The last place you'd think, I would think, a shark? You know, I'm not getting close to a shark. And HaKadosh Baruch created, for whatever reason, in his Chachma, something to help Rahman al-Sulon fight cancer. And the Rambam already said it. In the Hagdama to Shas, to Mishnayis. The Rambam said, Every single thing in the world is created for a reason, and it might take hundreds of years until we find out what the reasons are for certain things. You know, the scientists are still finding, categorizing, and cataloging things they find in the ocean. 
You know this, right? Oh, yeah. They're still... Oceanography. Uh, oceanography. You, you, you think they still... They didn't find everything yet. They're still finding... Oh, this is called a da-da-da-da. And you know what? They might find how this thing is beneficial for that or dangerous to stay away from here. So to by the mitzvahs. That when it comes to the mitzvahs, it's the das sichli, says the morale. It's Akosh Baruch's das. Then when we connect to Akosh Baruch's das, by learning the Torah, by doing the mitzvahs, this is my decree, Hashem says. This is my statute, this is my law. You have no permission to transgress it. Do you understand it? You might not understand it. That's irrelevant. But you do know whether you understand how you're connecting, but by doing the mitzvahs, learning the Torah, you are connecting to HaKadosh Baruch You are creating and building that relationship to Hashem. And that's why there's no question now. What's the reason for this mitzvah like this, this mitzvah like that? Because HaKosh Baruch with his wisdom, this is what he decreed. You know, and they have, in different schools, different buildings, in this generation, they have certain alarm systems. If you pick up the cover, you just pick up the cover, the, like the glass, the plastic, before you push the button, it starts beeping this horrific loud sound. To alarm people to like get out of the building. And then you push it and it's connected directly to the fire station and the police station. Right? They have this, right? Okay. But as soon as you touch the cover, like elevated, it, it, it lets off this horrifically loud sound. And it's a warning. It's a warning. Because first of all, you don't want to press that button if you, there's no reason to press that button. That's number one. Number two, it's a wake-up call to everybody. What's that noise? What's that sound? Get out of the building. Now, you have a little child who doesn't understand. You have a five-year-old. And he sees us. He can't touch that. Well, why not? He's about to t- His brain is not capable. A four-year-old, a three-year-old, whatever you want to call it, whatever age works in your muscle. They can't comprehend. Well, I want to press that red button. It says Push. You taught me, P-U-S-H, push. It says push on the button, right? So these people should know, you push the button. So it says push, so I'm going to go push it. Right, you know, there's those little glass containers to to break into like the, it says, hit here, right? No, I'm talking about those, the safety, right? You take that little hammer that comes, comes with it. So I mean, hit here, it says hit here. One second, Sonny, there's no danger. Don't hit it here. But his intellect is not mature enough to understand this. This is the Nisayi now, and I'm telling you now is the challenge, because we think, as adults, our brains are mature enough, are capable enough to understand the world. And that's the biggest mistake. We don't understand. We can't fully comprehend. We have tremendous limitations. Continues the morale. When a person follows this order of the Torah and the Mitzvahs that Hashem organized, you know what happens to the person? It refines the person. It purifies the person. 
Ki mitzvus. Because by performing the mitzvus, Sheheim Haseder Hasichli. Who Dovok Bisichli, he connects to a Koshborhu Seichel. And through this he connects to Akash Baruch. The flip side as well. When he transgresses the mitzvahs. And he pushes that button when he's not supposed to. And he picks up that glass cover, that plastic, and lets off that horrifically loud sound. He deviates. Just like when you're driving the highway, when you get off the wrong exit. You get lost. He goes away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And the farther, farther, a person goes off to exit and continues going the wrong direction, what he is doing is detaching himself from Toiv Hashem Lakol. He's distancing himself from the source of life, the source of good, and that's why Chazal tell us Rishoyim v'Chayeim Kruyim Mason. Rishoyim mechayeim, people who are Rishoyim, when they're alive, they're called dead. Because the distance, they're as far as you can from Hashem. Now, there's a big, there could be a big way between, difference, difference between a person being a Rasha and not a Rasha, but the farther a person goes away from Hashem, and he doesn't do the mitzvahs, he's severing that attachment to all good. To the source of life, to the source of bracha. Lafichach. Therefore, Now the Mara goes back to disagree with the Ramban and the Rambam that they're giving explanations for the mitzvahs according to the nature. In other words, the reason why this, these machalas asuras are forbidden. Is because it's mailed a mezagra, bad nature in you. As I'm saying this, I'm picturing in my head, you know, they have these birds of prey, whether the eagles, the vultures, they can lift animals off the ground, crack their necks, and then tear them apart. That's how Shem created them. That's how Shem created the Bria. And if a person will eat those birds of prey like this, it will be mailed mezagra. That's a fact. The same way if a person injects himself with with uh, with chas uh, shalom and uh, disease in the needle, <laughs> he'll get chas shalom that disease. But the maral is saying that's not the reason for it. The reason is because you're connecting to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Do you understand how? Absolutely not. It's irrelevant if you understand how. That's what happens. That's why Hakadosh Baruch Hu said a chazir is osur. Because it creates in a person this bad nature. The Maral saying that's incorrect. Yeah, it's true that it does happen, but that's not the reason for the mitzvah. So too, they give reasons for this. So too, by eating blood. They all give reasons because it's a natural connection. These are strong words that Maral is coming to attack. He says, to say that the reason why the Torah said, don't eat those forbidden foods, whether it's the bugs or whether it's the this and the that, is because 
it's going to now create in you a negative nature. A bad, you become a bad person. Is that true? Yes, it's true. But that's not the reason. Because he says, if that's the case, you know what you just did? You just took the safer, you took the Tarek Dush, you made it a, a, a medical journal. Now, let's remind ourselves, let's remind ourselves, the Marat can talk in such strong terms. Who is he attacking? The Ramban. The Rambam, this great Rishonim. Okay? Now, like I've said in the past, I would always, I would love to see those who delve into the Ramban, how they respond to the Maral. Okay, I would love to see that. Both. Both. Right. Both. Both. They agree in, in. I believe they both agree in that regard to some to some degree that eating those. The reason behind it is eating those foods is a natural phenomenon that will affect you like this, and that's the reason for the mitzvah. It's therefore stay away from the mitzvah. It's a result. It's a result. It's a result. An exact result. And and the the morale is saying if you view it like that, you're downplaying the kedusha of the Torah. The, yes, I'm, I'm repeating for like the fifth time now, or more. Yes, it will happen, says the Maral. But that's not the Tam Hadavar. It's because you're connecting to Das Sichlik. Let's see further. And if it was like what they say, because the result is the negative effect afterwards, Hari Amru Beperka Kama de Chulin, Gemara says in Dafyat Zain and Chulin, Ubatim Lame and Kaltuf. And the houses are full of all good. What does this mean? Amar Rabbi Yermia Amar Rav. Kisle de Chaziri Yetir Lehem. When they went into Eretz Yisrael, so when they were fighting against the Shiva Amim, so they were allowed to eat Shreif. Right? You know this, right? They were allowed to eat, when they were fighting, right? They were allowed to eat Shreif. So the Maral says, if the root of the Isser is because it produces an evil nature in the person, so where did this evil nature go? The Torah was moderate now. When you go into fight, get get the Eretz Yisrael from the seven nations, Kanani, Chivi, right? Prizi, right? by the forbidden fats. If it's a if it's a mezegra, ben lama motor. A ben pakua when you have an animal that when you shecht it, there's an animal inside. That chelav is mutter. That chelav is mutter. There's no forbidden fat in that. As it discussed in, in uh, paragraph Mehema Mekasha. Matam, what's the reason for this? Why is it Ben Pakua permitted without Shechita? You don't need a Shechit. If the purpose of the Shechita, which the Maral is saying, according to the other opinions of Rishonim, is because it's not Echazarius, it's not cruel. If that's the reason, so why by Ben Pakua don't you have to shech the animal? You should have to shech it anyway. Lekach, you see what the Maral is bringing these proofs. It's not just saying a logical, uh, in his logic, because you could you could, you could uh, disagree with that. But he's bringing proofs for this. 
Now that's what I'm saying. Once again, you have to know how the Ramban would answer this up. That's why the Maral says it's incorrect to say the approach of those Rishonim. Yes, all of those Ma'acholas Asuris have a Mezagra, have a bad nature, and it will bring the person to have bad nature. This will come. They have a shinoi ra. They have a change in the ra. Meaning that these animals deviate to some degree from the seder ha'olam. That's that's how their nature is, if you will. And therefore, they will be moiled in you, the one who eats them, not us, one who eats them. They will create that mezagra in the person as well. That's not the main reason for the mitzvah. This line over here in the morale, this is the main reason, according to the morale, as to why we don't eat them. According to the order, Asher Seder Hashem Yisbarach, that Hashem organized, and that's why Hashem said, stay away from them. Bottom name he says, when you enter Eretz Yisrael, the Maral is coming to explain how could you then enter Eretz Yisrael and eat those things that are forbidden? Are they not going to affect you? So the Maral is saying, well, according to Hashem's approach, that the Seder, the order is now appropriate for you to eat from them, there's no problem. It's not going to be You hear that, Bruce? It's not going to be Mullah Mezirah. It's not going to create this a result of a bad nature. Why? Because now that's the order. That's the Seder. That's the order of Hashem. Everything is according to Hanhagas Adam. Everything is according to what? And Hashem's Seichel, and Hashem's Seder, Hashem says when, yes, and when, no. And Hashem saw that when they go into Eretz they need to eat the foods. And therefore, those foods will not be Mother Mezagra, will not create a Mezagra. Okay, let's try to finish the parak now. Vizeh Amram Zal and Teres Kahanim. Lo yoimar ha'adam. Person should not say. It's a famous chazal. You ever pass by? And you're driving on the road. This is a Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, whatever. And you see it says. Uh, and ever since I'm a little kid, the funniest thing is inflation never applies to these stores. It's still two ninety nine, whatever it is, or five ninety nine, for a burger, fries, soda, big gulp soda, 
right? Thinking less, I'm like, wow, wow, five ninety nine for all that, you know? And then, and then they had the specials, the Big Mac, Double Mac, Triple Mac, whatever these things are, <laughs> okay? Now, right? There's no inflation when it comes to those things. So you're driving by, and you, you know, or you see the delicious looking trafe pizza, thick, and you wonder yourself. Why can't they make kosher pizza looking in that? Forget about the pepperoni. Just, just, just make it a gazunta pizza, pizza like that also, right? Is there anything wrong with saying, I would not, I would like to take a piece of that pizza? I want to take a piece of that pizza. I want, of course, Chashon, I can do it. But you know what? You're absolutely allowed to say, I would love to take a piece of that pizza. What can I do? My father said no. This is the Chazam. Lo yoimer adam. Person shouldn't say, "Yashi bebasa chazir." Ah, I don't want to eat pork. I don't want to eat the pork chops. Yashi bedavar ploini. I don't want to eat that pizza hot pizza or the Domino's pizza. No. Ela efshi. Maese shavi shebashmayim gozerlai. Yeah. No, I want to eat it. I want to eat it. What can I do? My father said. No. End of conversation. Right? In other words, there's a, there's a mistake. People say, oh, I would never want... Wait, wait, you're not a human being? You, you don't have a desire? I, I think it looks good. He's telling us that you, when you hold yourself back when you want something, right? That's yeah, what you're saying, right? You want it. Right, more scar for that. Right, right. That's the Medrash. The way the morale is understanding this Chazal is that don't say the Torah is Tvius, natural consequences. Because if it was natural, Teva, you wouldn't get a like you just said, you wouldn't get a reward in the mitzvah category on that which is natural, teva. I do want, I do want to eat that. Mitzvah teva, because of the physical part that I'm, I'm, I'm a goof, I'm a, a body. As However, HaKadosh Baruch says, remember, remind yourself, you are a nefesh. Your nefesh, your neshama, is kedoshah utahayra. Elakai neshama shnasat bitahayrihi atavarasa atayitzat atnafachtabi atamishama vekirbi. Hashem says, "Remember, you have something better for you, something better waiting for you." And I'm not saying that the kosher pizza. I'm not talking about the kosher pizza. <laughs> Maybe it is better. I don't know. I'm not talking about that. And there's a lot of good kosher pizza out there also. There's a very nice point you just mentioned where where you see this as a quintessential example of Yosef at Sadik holding back his natural urge and tendency. And he earned this title of Tzadik. You don't say Reuven at Sadik, Shimon at Sadik, Levi at Sadik. Levi, Levi was of the greatest Shvatim. The Kohanim come from Levi. The Levim come from Levi. But you don't see Levi at Sadik. It's only Yosef. It's also Binyam, by the way. As the Gemara also brings Binyamin at Sadiq. But you see, Yosef had Sadiq. Because 
when when that Nisoyen came, he was able to listen to his Nishama over his goof. Yefshi, I can't. I want, but I can't. Person might ask, Why does Hashem give the Seda Sichli? She asked Adam Elamitz. Hashem should told us we to do this mitzvahs. The Vaday mitzvahs Shneida Taimum. There are definitely mitzvahs that we can understand some reasoning behind them. Kamay mitzvahs Taka, Utfila, mitzvahs Kibravein, Varachakas Gneva Gzela. To give charity, to Davin, to honor one's parents, to distance oneself from theft. There is a Yesh Loi Maraki Roi Shia Adam Yuchud B'Maisim Elu. It's very clear to understand. If you're living in a world with people, you can't be stealing from them. You're stealing from them. You're lying from them. There's no world. And we saw that's what, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Hashem said, enough is enough. I had to destroy this world. And Hashem brought the marble. But the mitzvahs that are not obviously clearly known to us, the reasons behind them, but they were known to Moshe Rabbeinu. And each tzaddik, Tamil Chacham, according to his level, to the point where every single mitzvah has a reason for it. And that's what we're discussing now. We, we, we spoke about this before Shuas. Every mitzvah has a reason. It's not that Hashem said, okay, fine, here's a, just do it anyway. Well, is there a reason behind it? Or I'm just doing because you said so. There's a reason behind it, even though you don't know the reason why you're doing it. That's why these mitzvahs are purifying the person, whether he understands it or not. Does a person understand how the medicine is helping him? He's just taking the medicine. He knows something's bothering him. The person has reflux. You know what does he do? He takes Tums, Alka-Seltzer, whatever he's taking. He's got reflux. Now, how does that work? In fact, they make it look like candy with the colorful look, you know? So if a person decides, you know what, I'm going to go to the candy cabinet, I'm going to take a little candy, pop it in, and I'll be fine. Also, his, his, his chest is hurting him. And someone says, well, what's the matter? Well, I decided to take the candy today instead of the Tums. So maybe you should take the, the, the pills for Seichel also. What, 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 what does that mean? What does that mean? We don't know how it works. We're doing it anyway, though. Last paragraph. And now we come full circle to the beginning of the paragraph where you're saying, that it's not the mace that's metame. Of course, a mace is tame. That's not the paraduma that's metahir. Yes, of course, the paraduma does metahir the person, right? Remember the magic we started with. It's not a natural phenomenon. Now I think we all agreed to that you sprinkle on the person. The one who sprinkles, he becomes tame. The one who becomes Sprinkled, he becomes tar. Rak Hashem is barach chokak. Rather, Hashem is chokak. The seder lo adam, the seder lo adam, ma'isav kefi ma'ase chayiv haseichel. Shekach yikach letarosay. But according to Hashem's seichel, just like the adult tells that little two-year-old, don't touch. 
Don't touch. You know, I had a child in my house over Yontif. His allergies. And I opened my fridge. I said, would you like a drink? He said, yes. So then I know that family, they have allergies. So I'm holding some, some like lemonade or something like this. And I have no idea if this little five-year-old could have this. So I said, are you allowed to have this? So he starts rattling off. I can't have mustard seeds. I can't have this. I can't have it. It's like you ask him his name and he says allergies also, right? Like his parents trained him very well. But I didn't trust him. I'm not going to trust a five-year-old. So I went to his older brother. I said, is he allowed to have this? He says, yes, he's allowed to drink that. It's a regular, you know, but I don't know. It's just a mushroom. Do we understand the, the allergy? This child gets allergies, that child doesn't have allergies? How does that work? We have no idea. You know what? You take this, it could help. You take that, you stay away from it. A Kodesh Baruch Hu Seder Sichli says, this is how the mitzvahs work. Shekach hikach letarosay aval einoi dover tivi rak akol seichel eliki. Everything is Hashem seichel. Vel ha'odom hu choik ugzeiro kasher einoi oimed al tamah mitzvah. Vel ha'odom. But to the person, it's a choik. In regards to the perspective of the person, it's a gzeiro, it's, it's a lack of understanding. Kasher einoi oimed al tamah mitzvah. Because he can't comprehend the mitzvah. But like we said, if you were to say, ask Moshe Beinu, could you please explain to me Paraduma? Sure, have a seat. Moshe Beinu understood the reason. Moshe Beinu understood the reason. So he said, well, I, I don't understand. How could you do that? How do you understand the reason? Well, well, because, you know, I worked at it, you know, and Hashem gave me the understanding, and I grew up the ladder of, of, of Kedusha and Tahara and mitzvahs. And that's the story of all the mitzvahs. Shahim Seichel Aki. This is the Seichel, the knowledge of Hashem. Veloy Seichel Adam. Lefiha Adam and Shayeshlai Nefesh Lakis. A person that has a Nefesh Lakis. Vihi Aimedes Bechaimer. Aldei Mitzvah Hasichlis Lakis. A person is this Neshama Kedoisha put into this physical gulf. And this is the battle. Kashi Udavak Behema Isa Isam Udavak Bayis Barach. When a person is doing the mitzvahs and connecting to the mitzvahs, he's elevating himself into a different person. He's not the goof, the shell. Just look at a nut. Any nut. You have to crack the, the nut open to get to the actual nut itself. You have to crack the, crack the shell open. That's what it is. We, we are no different. We, we have a protective shell around us right now. Mm-hmm. The neshama is, if I may say, called the meat of the nut. We might see him as nashim in the teva. And it takes the nefesh out of the nature, out of the teva. When we do the mitzvahs. And that's why it's so important to do the mitzvahs b'shlei musam. You know, in the Pelyoyt, he's going to discuss in, the, in tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, that when you do mitzvahs, you have to do mitzvahs properly. You know, and I talk about it all the time, washing hands, he's been talking about it soon, by Achila, not, not tomorrow, maybe the next day. When you come to wash your hands, it's something we do every single day. And by most people, by many people, it's done incorrectly. And if you have your hand in a downward position when you're washing, most probably not doing correctly. You, you, you test it out yourself. Pour the water, you'll see the back of the bottom part of your hand is not wet. So a person would say, what is the big deal? 
If we go after majority, Roiv, majority of my hand is wet. What are you such a fanatic? And guess what? It's only rabbinic. It's only the rabbanim washing your hands. That's what a person might say. And the response to that is, Hakadosh Baruch gave Chazal the koyach, the ability to tell us about how to do mitzvahs. Tell us how to connect to Hashem. And when we do that, we're dovak boyiz barach. We're connecting to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So it is a big deal. Yeah, of course it's a big deal. The af shlo yada tama mitzvah halaykasher who aisa mitzvus the davak be mitzvah shehi aseich laki nidrak bo yizbarach. And even though we don't understand, but when we do the mitzvah, we are plugging ourselves. We're connecting to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And even if we don't understand. The morale finishes Perikhes. Understand what we just finished discussing. And we spoke enough. Thank you for joining.